Hello and welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, October 10th, 10-10-23, the 283rd day of the year, and it is World Homeless Day, designed by aid workers around the globe to bring attention to more than the 110 million homeless people around the world. It is also World Mental Health Day, something many homeless suffer with. World Mental Health Day was established in 1992 by the World Federation for Mental Health to promote the mental well-being of society and to advocate for improved access to mental health care, which we have had over the last few decades, thankfully. Two major, major societal issues highlighting the calendar this Tuesday. And highlighting the headlines, the United States is moving an aircraft carrier strike group closer to Israel and will begin supplying Israel with munitions immediately, according to the Pentagon. This is something the United States has to do, obviously, but keep in mind we're also supplying Ukraine with munitions and there have been reports of the American stockpile getting low. This as Israel ramps up attacks in Gaza for a fourth day and Hamas threatens to kill hostages, some of whom are Americans. A spokesperson for the organization says Hamas will kill one hostage for every Israeli strike on a civilian target in Gaza. And new today, a report from Reuters says that Qatar may be negotiating a prisoner swap between Palestinians and Israelis. It has also been confirmed that at least 11 Americans were killed in Saturday's attack on Israel. The very first thing we need to do is rescue the American hostages. President Biden's number one priority right now must be finding out how many Americans have been taken hostage and get them home. That's former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who sat down last night with Greta Van Susteren. But first, Major Libby Weiss, the English spokesperson for the IDF on Wake Up America this morning. What is the latest on hostages? Are they still taking hostages and going to homes um, and doing what they did? Obviously, Saturday was the biggest day. What's an update on that? So the hostage situation is it's just heartbreaking. I, I feel as if anybody anywhere in the world can just see the images online and just be disgusted by almost the sick pleasure that Hamas has taken and right. kidnapping the elderly and children and, and just civilians who have nothing to do with uh, with anything that is going on. Um, right now, we know that there are dozens of hostages that are being held by Hamas within the Gaza Strip. Uh, and we are thinking about them, of course, constantly as a, as a nation and praying for them and, and doing everything we can um, on the security level to, to bring them back as soon as we can. But first and foremost, you know, they can be released if Hamas releases them. It is something that could happen right now. Hamas could decide to release them. Right. They could come back home safely. Um, and that is the obviously the quickest and easiest way to ensure that they're ensure their safety. No, we know that's not likely, though. Um, you know, Vladimir Putin could leave Ukraine today and the war could be over. Um, and yet here we are in month number 20. Um, we ask with some urgency, just because Hamas made the threat yesterday, uh, that they will kill one hostage for every Israeli airstrike on civilian populations in the Gaza Strip. Um, there has to be some sort of plan. And again, that plan probably has to be carried out with some urgency. What can you tell us? So I think for obvious reasons, you know, I can't elaborate into any sort of operational planning that is being done. What I can say is that their well-being is a top priority for us. 
Uh, we are in constant communication with families and trying to provide information. Uh, a general from the IDF has now taken over that mission to get information out to the families. Uh, and you know, this is a priority. We, of course, we're a small country. The degrees of separation between these, these kidnapped civilians and the rest of the country is very, very small. And we are thinking about them working for their, for their safe release around the clock. Major Libby Weiss, English spokesperson for the IDF, Israel Defense Forces, on Wake Up America this morning. So Greta Van Susteren, who only a month ago or so traveled to and broadcast her show from Israel, sat down with former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy last night. I was just speaking with the Speaker of Israel again this morning, Ohana. They still have a couple villages they're trying to win back. I mean, this is devastating what has transpired here. You know, um... They talk about Congress, the squad, the uh, there are number of people, number of members of Congress who support the Palestinians. You know, and I mean, no one wants the Palestinians to live in squalor. No. I mean, that, that's not the issue, but it's it's the it's the it's the terrorism that everyone's upset about. What's, what's the squad say about this? Well, you watch when you speak the, to them. Well, it's not that often that we have. No, I guess you probably don't. But I've I've watched since they came to Congress, they have tried to change Congress. Um, Israel was always a bipartisan, and Republicans and Democrats would go, and I started working with Steny, and we would go together. Now it became an issue if, if Democrats actually went, because when the squad got there, they wouldn't go to Israel. Uh, they made it like a negative process. Now, even when to denouncing the uh, actions, I would have to go to the floor. Remember the comments that Omar would make um, against Israel, against myself, for the support of Israel. Uh, that was a real challenge, and the Democrats wouldn't stand up to her. Why wouldn't they stand up to her? I don't understand that. They should have. I easily. mean, at least on the topic of Israel. That is why I removed her from foreign affairs. She would get be getting classified briefings about this, and her opinion is much different than the rest of the world. What do you What do you think is going to happen? Big picture now. This is going to be a long war. This isn't going to be a three day action. You cannot allow Hamas to exist. They're killing women and children. They They were going after civilians. They were capturing people. Kevin McCarthy on the record with Greta Van Susteren, who also spoke with Florida Senator Marco Rubio, a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. If it comes down to a push comes to shove and, and Iran really invites a broader war, you know, can Israel handle it themselves or, and, or, or do we necessarily get dragged into it if we get to that ugly point and combined are we as is that the end of Iran? No, I think two things to understand. Israel will not be defeated militarily, not by Iran, not by Hezbollah, not by Hamas. And their goal is not the military defeat of Israel. Their goal is to obviously erode Israel's military capability, but ultimately to collapse Israel's economy from within. They love to hear that airplanes are not flying. They, want, they love to hear that the Israeli markets are way down. Uh, that's what they want. They want Israel to become a place that no one wants to live and no one wants to do business and no one wants to visit because it's too dangerous, it's too unstable, um, it can't defend itself or it's un faced under constant attack. Th their goal is the collapse from within, not the straight-up military defeat. As far as Iran is concerned, look, a lot of that's going to depend on the administration. And, and look, I'm, I'm happy to see that they've moved naval assets but, to the region, but ultimately I think we need to be very clear with the Iranian regime, and that is, if American troops in the region or American personnel in the region are attacked by proxies of Iran, we will consider that an attack by the Iranian state, and we will take those measures. If Americans in the region come into harm's way uh, because, of a, because of these proxies, the leaders of those groups, including the leaders of the IRGC, that become enemy combatants and therefore valid targets for U.S. action, no matter where in the world they're operating or hiding. 
And I think that's critically important at this stage because I do think that left unfeathered, uh, untethered, Iran will potentially try to expand this conflict uh, to uh, that, that, that situation from Lebanon. I think that right now is what's on everyone's mind and of deep concern. And Iran needs to know there will be significant and real consequences, not some symbolic measure, but some real measures uh, as a result of that. That's Florida Senator Marco Rubio of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and the Intelligence Committee. Rubio, by the way, is very active on the X platform. He posts a lot of good stuff, political and otherwise. He's a very good follow if uh, you know, you're into that. All right, so it's critical, he says, that Iran knows from the United States that there will be real consequences, not symbolic consequences, but real consequences for supporting terror groups. According to the White House, President Biden is addressing the nation this afternoon after meeting with Secretary of State Blinken, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, and some other senior administration officials on Israel yesterday. So let's go to Eric Bowling on Newsmax last night. Here now to assess this ongoing tragedy in Israel is South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator, so I, I saw uh, Turkey say stand down. I've seen Hamas say Stand down or else. Senator, uh, we've been talking <laughs> yeah. about this for 40, yeah. uh, almost four days or three and a half days now. Is America being sucked into yeah. this conflict? Do you think we will? Well, I hope we stand with Israel. This is not a tragedy. This is a barbaric terrorist attack. It's the Israeli 9-11. If somebody had told us to stand down after 9-11, I told them to go to hell. So, yeah, I'm all for helping Israel. Give them the weapons they need, the, the medical equipment they need. I want them to go in on the ground in Gaza and destroy and dismantle Hamas. I want them to let Iran know that if there's an escalation, if the hostages get killed, if Hezbollah attacks um, uh, Israel, we're going after Iran. There would be no Hamas and Hezbollah without Iran. They give them the weapons, they give the money. How much longer do we have to sit on the sidelines and watch the Ayatollah murder Americans and disrupt the world before he pays the price? South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham on the balance with Eric Bowling. And speaking of the money, the $6 billion that everyone is arguing about and arguing over, here's retired Marine Lieutenant Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports. It is common sense. Let's say you have $1,000 and you find out you're about to inherit $1,000. You might spend the $1,000 you have a little bit more freely knowing that you're going to get $1,000 down the road. Gaza, they've been planning this thing for a long time, recently got the green light from Iran, according to the Wall Street Journal. And what was the first wave of this attack? It, it's, it's devastating, but at the same time kind of puny. I mean, look at the tools that they're using. This thing, it's not exactly a fighter jet. It's some sort of paraglider uh, with a giant fan, but you get two guys with a machine gun and look at what they put together here. So this is the uh, Hamas Air Force. They kind of jerry-rigged uh, lawnmowers. All right, kind of clever. But what did they do with them? Hmm? Where did they go? What was their first target? Uh, Israeli intelligence, some, uh, I don't know, troop barracks, a bunch of teenagers at a concert. That's what they hit first.
Here they come with their flying lawnmowers, about to end the poor innocent people. Their lives are having the time of their life. What kind of what kind of people? They're not people who target a concert. Remember that guy who opened fire in Las Vegas, right? That's what these people did. It's unthinkable. Uh, people fled. It was horrible, but some could not get away and were taken hostage by these madmen militants. If you missed Greg's show last night, most of his show is put into podcast form available on the Newsmax website along with this podcast, Jerry Callahan and the Rob Carson Radio Show, all there at Newsmax.com slash listen. I would encourage you, number one, to check out all the Newsmax podcasts, but today specifically, listen to Greg Kelly reports on what's happening in Israel. He puts it all into very basic and easy to understand uh, analysis and perspective of the way Greg typically always does. We believe that Hamas has been preparing for this for some time. It is ludicrous that the United States wasn't able to detect this ahead of time. More on that in a bit. Uh, But it's going to be very tough in there. The hostages are being kept underground. How do you take back, how, how do you get the bad guys and protect the good guys, the hostages, at the same time? You know who's been totally useless and has made the world so unsafe? Our president. You know, when I spoke with Prime Minister Netanyahu this morning, I told him the United States stands with the people of Israel in the face of these terrorist assaults. Israel has the right to defend itself and its people. Full stop. Uh, You know, you can talk tough, uh, Joe, now. He actually said nothing today. They didn't wake him up when the war started. He wakes up at 730 and he puts this uh, statement together. It may sound great, but you got to realize he created the conditions for this to happen. And he's tempering his remarks. He's being careful because he's got the squad to worry about. Yeah, AOC, Tlaib, uh, Ilan Omar, and the rest. What you're looking at right now is the heart and soul of the Democrat Party. They are the ideological center. Ilan Omar rabid anti-Semite, a Jew hater. Same goes for Tlaib. They've said it out loud. And Joe Biden has done everything he can to win these people over. Actually, he showed up in Michigan once and Tlaib basically chewed him out. By all accounts, he was she was the boss of this conversation. And Joe was so eager to ingratiate himself. He seemed to be taking the side of someone known to sympathize and root for terrorists. And Rashid, Tlaib, where's Rashid? I tell you what, Rashid, I want to say to you that uh, I admire your intellect, I admire your passion, and I admire your concern for so many other people. And it's my, from my heart, I pray that your grandma and family are well. I promise you I'm going to do everything to see that they are on the West Bank. You're a fighter, and God, thank you for being a fighter. Uh, Talking about uh, people in the West Bank and praising them as fighters, that just might be some sort of weird code that I'm with you. I'm with your side. You know, why be president of the United States as a Democrat if you have to suck up to these radicals like AOC and the rest? AOC, yeah, you have to. She will throw a tantrum. She will go viral. They are so scared of her. We saw another great I think this is what they call a tell. 
you know, how somebody really feels? Obama. Obama didn't say anything about this until, well, about two hours ago. He puts up a statement saying all the right things, but two days late. Yeah, I know. We are outraged, okay? We are. But you seem to uh, not be very vocal about it. And you've been kind of weird on the Middle East and apologizing for America and all that stuff. I wonder if he just spoke his mind, how ugly it would really sound. Some fantastic analysis from Greg Kelly, weeknights, 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. So, President Biden's comments and comments from the administration will likely be the source of conversation and debate throughout the day today and on tonight's shows. This is UK Prime Minister Rishi Shunak's comment. As the Prime Minister of this country, I am unequivocal. The people who support Hamas are fully responsible for this appalling attack. They are not militants. They are not freedom fighters. They are terrorists. And by the way, the White House also said President Biden voluntarily spent the last two days meeting with special counsel Robert Hur about the classified documents that were found in an old office and at his Delaware home. Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullins coming up next. But first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're paying attention, I told you at the opening of the show that today is World Mental Health Day, aimed at promoting the mental well-being of society and to advocate for improved access to mental health care. Like better help, if you're dealing with something or maybe you don't want to deal with it or can't deal with it, if you're thinking about therapy, you may want to check out better help. Give it a try. It's completely online, which makes it super convenient and flexible. You fill out a short questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist that's right for you. Therapy isn't just for someone who suffered a major traumatic experience. Make your brain your friend again with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Newsmax today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Newsmax betterhelp.com slash Newsmax. Let's get one more take from Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen on Frontline with former Navy SEAL Carl Higby. Well, join me now to discuss Oklahoma Senator and member of the House Armed Services Committee, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Sir, appreciate you being with us. What do you make of this whole scenario, sir? Well, first of all, great opening. I mean, I'm telling you, you nailed it uh, and you couldn't explain it any better. Uh, the scenario we find ourselves in, uh, Carl, as you know, is there, our, our enemies are testing our resolve. Um, you have, and, and make no mistake about it, you know this, this is for the, for the audience. Uh, there's an alliance between North Korea, China, Iran, uh, and, uh, and Russia. And they're, they're attacking our, our allies on purpose. They're, they're purposely going after to see what, if we're going to stand by our promises and stand with our allies. You have North Korea providing weapons to Iran that's providing weapons to Hamas and, uh, and Hezbollah. Uh, you have them providing weapons to, uh, to Russia that's attacking Ukraine and we're obligated to, to help Ukraine according to the Budapest Memorandum of 1994 that we signed and said that if they give up their nuclear weapons that we would be there in the event that they're invaded, specifically addressing Russia. Um, they're purposely attacking, Hamas is a purposely attacking uh, uh, Israel to see if our resolve is still going to be there because we've been wavering on our support for Ukraine mm. and our disastrous withdrawal out of Afghanistan. And you have uh, China that's undercutting us everywhere around the world and threatening another ally of ours in Taiwan. 
They're wanting to see if the American people are still up for the word. We're only as good as a word. And you and I know that you and I can make an agreement, shake a hand. We don't have an agreement or we don't have to have a contract. We know that both of us would die fulfilling that, that commitment to each other. That's what America has to do is that we have to be strong with our word and be peace through strength, not through appeasement. Peace through strength like Reagan, like Trump, not appeasement like Obama and Biden. That's Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen on Frontline with Carl Higby. And again, the world will be watching again while frail old Joe gingerly steps out to make a solid statement. We'll see. Meanwhile, members of the House will return to the Hill today with Republican Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry hoping to find a new permanent replacement for Kevin McCarthy. A vote is going to take place tonight. Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan are the two likely candidates for the job so far. Neither one of them, though, have enough votes for the 217 that's needed. Be sure to keep up with all the news on Newsmax, which is available on most major cable systems and available on streaming platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto, and more, and at Newsmax.com as well. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Continue to share it with your friends and family. Enjoy the rest of your day or night, and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute every day you need the app the newsmax app find it free on your smartphone store then watch us anytime anywhere